Yo, what's good, guys? Welcome back to Jim's podcast. This is just you and me, Deontay King, back again with a new episode. Let's go ahead and get into it, man. Brand new episode. Uh, last two episodes, you guys um, have been amazing. We're playing those. Um, I appreciate all of the support. Uh, hopefully, you guys went um, and hung out with my friends um, over in Howie in the Hills, Florida. Um, Matthew and Miriam Martinez. Uh, big shout out to them, man. <clears throat> um, so, hope you guys caught that little advertisement and went and checked that out. If so, I honestly appreciate you, man. But today we're going to be talking about um, what do you deserve? Okay. That's the question for today. What do you deserve? All right. And after that, we're going to be talking about the law of seed, time, and harvest. Okay. Seed, time, and harvest. Um, so, yeah, that's the question I want you guys to be asking all the way throughout this entire thing probably wondering how do these go hand in hand i'm not going to say they go hand in hand but they do relate somewhat okay it comes to the question of what do you deserve seed time and harvest go with that all right you don't go put the work in you don't deserve to reap the benefits typically typically right i'm not saying that's always the case because grace is a thing all right um but typically if you don't go put the work in you can't expect those results well you got to expect to get uh, the results of not putting the work in. You can't go out there in a basketball game and think you're going to drop 40 if you ain't putting the work in. So it don't work like that. Right? <clears throat> so, what do you deserve? Alright. So, looking into this just from an overall standpoint, right? Uh, most people ask, they actually don't really ask the question of what do I deserve? People already have a standpoint or a perspective of what they deserve. And quite frankly, it's only based on the good things they do, not the negative things that they do. And that they overall have, have a perspective that they're already a good person or a good enough person so that they, they deserve the best things of life basically right <clears throat> nine times out of ten right a murderer don't think they deserve to go to jail or die nine times out of ten they don't think for what they've done they should be punished for it because most serial killers or whatever murderers whatever they have justified these acts in their mind there is some reason some excuse to why they do what they do and if not then obviously they're just sick which still would give them the reason to believe that what they're doing is the correct thing to do because they feel like that's what they should do right um yeah hopefully that made sense but um let's use another example someone who um who tells a lie nine times out of ten don't believe they deserve to be lied to but if you're a liar how do you not deserve to be lied to? The general population, they've been lied. If somebody has lied to them, they probably wouldn't feel bad for that person if they had been lied to, right? It's almost like an eye for eye or eye for an eye type of deal, right? 
That means you did something to me. I'm going to get my revenge on you. I'm going. I I got to get my get back, right? Um. Christianity, right? The faith, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ turned this entire theory on its head. The Pharisees, right? All of those stuck-up leaders of Israel. Um. At that time, I mean, maybe even still now, with the leaders over here in, in America, uh, well, church leaders and things like that, you never know. Um, yeah, just Pharisees in, in a general sense. And it don't even have to be the Pharisees from general from the uh, Bible times or biblical times. It could be people who act like Pharisees today is the point I'm getting at, right? A Pharisee would basically feel like people don't deserve uh, the goodness of God and the, you know, the riches of God, basically, they feel that they deserve those riches. And anybody who does not have the knowledge um, or the experience and study that they have in God's word and in knowing God's word and all of those things, right, they don't feel like they, that that, that person deserves um, the things of God, any type of blessings from God, any type of power or position from God, they don't believe they deserve it, right? They believe that all of that should be given to them, the Pharisees, because of the study that they put in, the hours and the big decisions they have to make and the status that they bear every single day, right? Now, there is an argument there, but at the same time, if you're going to think like this, if you're going to make this type of assumption, it has to be all the way around. It can't just be one-sided, right? If you believe you deserve, um, but you went to work, right? You believe you deserve your fair pay or your fair wage for that work or to reap the benefits of that work, right? Okay, so what happens when you cheat? Do you deserve to get cheated on? What happens when you lie? Do you, do you deserve to get lied to? What happens when you steal? or basically unlawfully take something or you know um basically taking something something that don't belong to you you can justify it in your head as much as you want to but that's pretty much what you did do you deserve to be stolen from the general amount of people will tell you in response to those questions that they don't or they'll say oh the money was left there and i just happened to pick it up or such and such happened so I feel like I was able to do it in that moment, but in other moments, no, that wouldn't have been right. But that's not how it works. If you lie, do you deserve to be lied to? If you steal, do you deserve to be stolen from? Okay. If you bring harm to or hurt a person or kill a person, does that same, is it, do you deserve to have that same thing done to you? Correct. So from there, let's go to the word of God. Let's read Romans 12, 19. It says, Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Okay? 
Let's read James 2.10. James 2.10 says, For whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become guilty of all of it. So that means if you've stolen, you're guilty of the entire law, the entire Ten Commandments and all of the law from the Bible, right? Guilty. So let's go back to what you deserve, <laughs> okay? Hopefully y'all catching on to this, catching on to my point. If you steal from someone, but you feel like someone shouldn't hurt you or hurt someone around you, right? You're automatically guilty of every sin. Murder, theft, lying, covetousness, adultery, all of it. You're guilty of the entire law. Therefore, you deserve to have the same thing done to you for what you did, right? Now, I'm not saying everybody will agree with that, but a lot of people think like that, and it's crazy to me, right? Then people try to justify it on the other end with, oh, you know, we're human. We make mistakes. We mess up. It wasn't intentional. It wasn't blah, 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 right? That's not how it works. You either did or you didn't, and you can't say Oh, it can't be done because Christ came and he lived a sinless life, completely free of sin, completely free of sin, didn't sin at all. And he did. He, he was the example of what uh, he was the leading example of how we should be living our lives, basically. OK, so if you're guilty of it all. And you feel like no one should steal from you. But you just lie to your spouse's face. You're guilty of all of those uh, sins. You're guilty of all all of the all of the law, which then puts you in the category of deserving to have those same things done to you. Yay! Right or wrong? Okay. So if you're gonna hold that perspective on one end, you gotta hold it, hold that same standard to yourself. Okay. Now I am not saying this is right or okay or whatever the case may be. My point is grace all right that's the point i'm going to be making through this i just want to point it out to you guys that the entitlement entitlement is an absolute disease it's a bug all right it's terrible we've got to throw away entitlement um and some rights i'm not saying all rights but just sometimes the idea of rights can get in the way of a lot of that stuff too but the entitlement is absolutely insane we don't want to know what we actually deserve bro. like from all of your actions throughout your life you don't want to know what you actually deserve you don't want to experience what you actually deserve i promise you you, you don't so let's stop let's get rid of that mindset okay <clears throat> we don't deserve anything that's my that's my take on it we don't deserve anything We didn't make anything, all right? The only ownership or dominion that we have comes from the living God. Everything is his, whether you believe in him or not. You didn't make anything here, okay? Um, yeah, so at the, at the end of the day, we don't deserve anything. So what comes down to it, what have we received, okay? Now, that ultimately is up to you what you receive it is your choice what gifts or things you receive into your life or you know um 
of the things you put to use, right? You can turn a gift away and be like, no, I don't want it. You can leave it there, not use it, let it sit where it is and collect dust. Or you can receive that gift, open it, learn it, use it, and apply it to your life, right? It's usually how it works. So we're going to get into more of this in just a second. Yeah, honestly, vengeance is the Lord's, um, and we should want to keep it that way, right? Um, we want to keep that in his hands. Ultimately, when it comes to what you deserve, if you look down, um, like in your past and things you've done throughout your life, I'm pretty sure you've done great things. I'm pretty sure you've done bad things, right? Everybody has, um, but go down the line. Most people are going to take all the great things they've done and say what they deserve because of the great things they've done. You, you deserve other people's respect. Other people should be grateful that you've done these things for them. Right. You can list all that off. That's great. That's wonderful. But if you're going to hold to that, you got to also go down the line and look at everything you've done that was incorrect, whether, you, whether it was a mistake, whether it was intentional or whatever the case may be. You got to go down the line and look at that. And then apply the same, the, the exact same thing for the great things you've done in terms of what you deserve and apply it to those things as well. So, so like I said before, if you lied to some somebody, you deserve to be lied to. And so think of your list. Think of all the deeds you've done um, throughout past relationships, past friendships, past jobs, past, you know, just in school, all of those things, family right and really think about what you actually deserve then ask yourself if you actually really want all of those things okay um ultimately when we look at it so that's that's on a small scale right when we look at it on the broad picture ultimately we deserve hell Right. We we deserve eternal separation from the living God. Why? Because he's holy and we are unholy. We're unclean. OK. Uh, things that are not holy or something that is not holy. Cannot be in his presence. It can't dwell with him. Um, so, yeah, we deserve to be separated from him eternally i'm pretty sure you don't really want what you actually deserve we just think that we deserve all of the good things but we don't look at the big picture we don't look at i mean even on the smaller scale we don't look at the bad things that we've done in terms of what we deserve right <clears throat> um but yeah ultimately we deserve hell the positive side to that is jesus took it for us so that is where grace comes in and my point to you today is we need to start having grace more for other people we need to start living out grace the same grace that was given to us and have that grace for other people in our lives this is a this i'm not speaking to you guys this is a word for me okay 
you think you deserve something, you think you should be treated a certain way, right? Because of what you've done, because because of how you treated other people. But ultimately, everyone has made mistakes. Everyone has messed up. All have fallen short of the glory of God. Therefore, we deserve hell. However, Christ gave us um, the opportunity by his death and resurrection to not stay on that side of things. Okay? Coming to him, he's the way to now claim that gift, that grace, and um, be on the better side of that. Because you deserve it? No. But because it was given to you as a free gift. Right? Give that same gift to other people. Obviously, you can't give it in that, you know, you know, to that extent. But you can at least lead them to the way to receive that gift. Right? That's helpful. Stop thinking about what you deserve. Okay? And think more of, you know, what you didn't deserve. And I guarantee you it will give you a much better, uh, well, a ton of motivation to have more humility, to have more grace. And to love people even when they don't deserve to be loved. Um, to help people even when they don't deserve to be helped. Because at some point in time, you didn't deserve it. Um, and the person probably really didn't want to give it to you. And they did anyway. Out of the kindness of their hearts. The, the humility in their heart. And just grace. A gift. A free gift. You didn't do anything to earn it or deserve it. Was given. We need to do more of that in this world. Um, yeah. Let's transition over to law of seed time harvest. Okay. So <clears throat> law of seed time harvest basically is talking about sowing and reaping, which does relate to what you deserve, right? Or to the topic of what you deserve. If you go sow a seed, an apple seed, right? You are not expecting to get an orange on that tree when it uh, you know, grows up and starts to bear fruit. You're not expecting an orange or a fig or whatever. You're expecting an apple. Most people get oranges and they're like, no, I don't, I don't deserve blah, blah, blah. I don't, you know, that's not what I asked for. That's not what I put in, right? They tell themselves that, but in reality, they sowed an orange seed. They just saw the orange seed and from their perspective, they thought it had more quality or, you know, another type of yield to it. In plain terms, people are holding orange seeds thinking it's a peach seed or an apple seed or any other type of fruit. And they plant it thinking they're getting this other fruit and they're not, right? Clearly, because it's an orange seed. Um, you're going to get whatever fruit, whatever seed you sow, that's the fruit you're going to get. Um, and that's how it works. The good thing about this law is that it is not going to end until Christ returns. So you can always turn it around. It's never actually really over. Right? If you, you got to have honesty with yourself, you got to be honest with yourself. Like I was saying in the last episode, um, 
and just being honest with yourself and what you are actually giving out, what fruit you are bearing. If you are getting oranges, you don't want oranges, stop sowing orange seeds. Okay? You need to start sowing seeds. You know what? Let's just get off the fruit. How about this? Stop sowing, stop sowing seeds of hate. Stop sowing seeds of uh, dissension and division, um, of anger, of lust, jealousy, and all of those other things, right? And then start to sow the seeds that lead to the fruit of the spirit. Joy, peace, grace, mercy, love, right? Kindness, self-control, all of those things. If you want to see more of that in your life, you got to start doing it. That's how you sow. When you see something, when you see an opportunity to have self-control, do your best to have self-control. Pray about it. Get in the Lord's presence and be ready when that opportunity shows itself because it's going to come up. Especially when you ask the Lord to help you with something. When you ask the Lord to help you with self-control, an opportunity will come up for you to start to work on your self-control. And that is how you sow that seed in your life. And then self-control is going to grow and you're going to get that fruit. Okay? Those other seeds, you have to stop sowing them. If you continue to sow them, you're going to reap that fruit. You can't just put seed out there, watering it, nurturing it, and, you know, kind of cultivating it and everything, making sure it grows up. You're So you're basically, you are committing yourself to this stuff. Even if you feel like you're not, or, you know, you have this, this uh, like delusion, I guess, you're sowing that seed. That's why you keep reaping the fruit. Stop sowing that seed. Change up the seed and you will get a different fruit. That goes both ways. All right. So that's the law of seed time and harvest. Um, that is how that correlates with what you um, do or don't deserve. At the end of the day, this law of seed time and harvest will continue to teach us that you can't just give, you can't put things out there and not expect that to come back to you basically that's how it works if you're going to dishonor someone if you're going to shun them and shame them talk bad on them wish bad on them now i'm not saying it's going to come back to you every time but you can't be surprised if it does right it's going to happen eventually because you're sowing that seed and that fruit is going to come back to you. What I'm really trying to get to you guys is that it's not too late to change it. You have the opportunity to turn that around. You have the opportunity to say that I'm no longer feeding into those things, the negativity, those things that lead to the kingdom of darkness, etc. I'm going to start to sow seeds that uh, pertain to the spirit of the living God and will push forward the kingdom of heaven, right? Um, that should be your focus. That should be your motivation. And that should remind you why 
seed time and harvest is such a great law and it's really a great promise to us when we do it the way the Lord has made for us to do it and commanded for us to do it. But when we take it into our own hands and start to put things out there, I mean, just for example, you got technology. Technology isn't all bad, but if you use it for evil purposes, that's how you, it starts to spread. And now tech has these issues and these things that are used for evil and can be used for evil because people start to sow those seeds. And that's what you will get in return every single time. That's how it works. Make sure we are, one, sowing seeds of the fruit of the spirit, right? Of love, of compassion, things of that nature. And we're getting rid of all of the negative stuff, the hate, the jealousy, the lust, the envy, the covetousness, right? All of those things. Get rid of those seeds. Stop playing into that stuff. And you're going to see things start to turn around. This has been uh, the episode for Seed Time and Harvest and what you do or do not deserve. This has been Jim's podcast. I will see you guys in the next one. Um, yeah, man, send over opportunities for advertisement. I still want to continue to shout out small businesses and people that are on their grind. I want to help you guys out, especially if you are a Christian um, business or you know ministry and things like that, right? Yeah, let me know. Send me some information. I will get advertised. You know, I will advertise you guys um, to the listeners that I do have. Right. Help me get it out there. I can't help you if you don't help me help you. So I'm here. I'm ready to help, but I can't make you do it. So, hey, man, y'all tune in. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Continue to stick with me. Continue to grow with me. Um. We actually have, I have a few segments that I'm going to add into the next episode. So y'all stay tuned for those. Let me know if y'all like those and whatnot. It doesn't really matter that much, but I will take the feedback and adjust accordingly. Um, but kind of just go where the spirit leads, to be honest. So it actually won't matter too much, but I do appreciate the feedback. It does help. And I want to correlate the best way to get the message to you guys in a way that it will impact your life and actually get this uh, in a place where you can apply it right it's not effective if it doesn't get into your spirit and actually cause you to go and start doing something so that's that's my overall goal because that's what these messages do for me that's why i shared it did it for me causing me to start changing something changing how i do things um <clears throat> and repenting and all of those things like getting closer to the lord i'm hoping to share this message message with you so you get the same result right that's another point towards what I was talking about in the episode before anyway. So appreciate you guys. We'll see you in the next one.